Hello, hello. This is the very first episode of Down and Dirty with Danit. So of course, on my first podcast episode of my solo podcast, I needed to bring my ex-podcast partner, Joanna Tiger. Please introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. I'm Danit's ex-podcast partner, Joanna Tiger. <laughs> and current BFF. Current yes, BFF. yes. Current BFF, yeah. We had, we had a podcast for a little bit called Laugh Obsessed with uh, yeah. Joanna and Danit, and uh, it was a good run. We had about eight episodes. We really <laughs> down and dirty with that It was one. a lot of work. It was a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So I'm going to start every podcast asking... What is your current relationship status for those that don't know you? Oh, oh, my current relationship status. Yes, I am currently married. Damn, <laughs> she's married. Yes, when did you get married. married? I got married um, December 2020. So just last December. Was it a Zoom wedding? It was a Zoom wedding during the pandemic. We got married um, in our kitchen on zoom Denise, you were my witness can i get a witness my witness yes (laughs) yes um yeah it was good it was small and over zoom yeah yeah do you feel differently now that you're married that from when you weren't married before no i don't it doesn't really feel very different other than now, if we fight or we get into any kind of a disagreement, there's this feeling of like, well, you're my husband. So like, I'm not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. That, that whole element is sort of taken away. So fights are like nothing. They like happen. And then you're just like, oh, well, okay. Interesting, Andrew. So do you think it changed the, the, the fighting or the lack there? Like, we didn't it's not like we fight all the time or anything like that it just changed that one element that now when we fight we almost laugh about it like we get upset and then we're like this is so stupid like I made the commitment to be with you for life and I'm not saying like that you know of course divorce all of those things are out there but it's sort of like this thing of like no you're my life partner so where do I need to bend to meet you where you are and where can you bend to meet there's a lot more of that Interesting. Interesting. I think the bending is what people don't realize you need to do in a relationship. Like you have to compromise and you have to bend and there are ebbs and flows in relationships and it's not always perfect. No, that's my number one thing. When uh, my girlfriends who are single, I'm, I, there's no perfect person. It's finding the person Cause you're coming with all of your relationship stuff and all of your past history and all of your family beliefs and your whole suitcase of stuff. Right. And they're coming with their own suitcase of stuff. So who is the person that I'm, I have the commitment with to do the work. Like I will unpack my suitcase and we will go through items and you will unpack your suitcase and go through items. And we will do all of the work to become a family together. Cause we're coming from completely different backgrounds. Right. Yeah. Well, what, what made you realize that you were willing to unpack things with Dave and like work on things? I think, I think you, you, you meet people in life, um, when you are supposed to meet them to help you work through stuff. So Dave showed up in at a time where, um, 
I had been single for a really long time. I was single and celibate for like two years because I just, just kept repeating the same relationship over and over again. I couldn't get out of it. Um, and he you showed up. own pandemic. <laughs> I had my own. By yourself. Yes, I did. <laughs> Completely self-inflicted. I was like two years, I'm not going. I didn't go on a single date. I didn't, I did nothing. I just was like, I'm going to be in a relationship with myself fully. And um, then I met Zave and it just felt, he, he was different than any other partner I'd ever had like when we would get in fights or when we would disagree or we would he was he's always the first one to be like I love you I care about you let's work through this let's figure this out whereas you know I get triggered or flared up and my immediate reaction is to completely shut down and isolate and every other relationship I'd ever been in I'm giving you silent treatment you're giving me silent treatment and there's no doing the work but I would go into my like silent treatment isolation and he would extend an olive branch and say, Hey, I really like care about you. And I love you. Let's figure this out. Right. And that it was like, Oh, this is a, I manifested this different type of guy who brings different energy. So yeah. do you think you manifested him? I a hundred percent manifested safe. Really? Did you have a list that you wrote down? No, I didn't have a list, but I knew my past relationships were not working for me. So I knew what I did not want. I wasn't, I didn't have a list of like, he has to be this and this and this and this, but Mm -hmm. I knew like, if these red flags come up again, they are red flags and I need to learn from my past and make different choices. Right, 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 right. Well, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to catch a red flag right away. I feel like I sound so New York, like, Let's get coffee and a bagel and take a dog for a walk. I got to catch the red flags on the dating apps. I do not know anyone with a more New York accent than you. In fact, when my friends hear you, like they listen to like your Insta stories or something, people who don't yeah. know you. And then if your name comes up, they're like, I'm obsessed with her accent. Can you just make her talk more? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so now here you are on your podcast talking here more. I am. They better, yeah. they better listen. They better follow me. Let's get it going. <laughs> snap, snap, snap. Get it, get it going. Because I I know you so well, you've been doing such a good job lately of when the red flags come up of being like, this is something I'm going to bring up to discuss. And if it doesn't go where I think it should go or it doesn't, then I'm just walking away from it. I think that that's a big thing that women have to go through and learn at some point. Oh, totally. Like basically, even in therapy today, this podcast is going to be a big proponent of therapy. Um, but like today I even said, you know, I just, you know, just, it it used to be that like, I, I got into my thirties and I said, okay, I need to have conversations before I sleep with someone. Like, I need to know that they're not sleeping with other people, that we're going to be exclusive, that they're not going to like be with me one night and then stick it in somebody else the next night. It's (laughs) disgusting and it's hurtful. It's super hurtful. (laughs) It hurts my feelings. Unless it's like mutually agreed upon, like this is where we are and we're just having fun and Correct. Right. 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 Which I can't, I can no longer do. I can talk a good game, but I cannot be casual. Right. So, um, but what I realized with, um, the person, so I'm going to have to like, not give real names on this podcast, but, um, let's just call him like long Island teacher, whatever from the winter that 
he really pressured me to sleep with him. Nice guys can pressure you too. Sure. Of course. Yes. Um, and, and it was like, we did have this conversation. We, we did say that we weren't seeing anybody else. Also, it was like winter during COVID. There was literally no place for me to go to sleep with anybody, but it still wasn't good enough because all of a sudden we're having, to be honest, a very mediocre, whatever, not even anything to write home about sex. And all of a sudden I, I felt like something was off. I didn't like the communication or actually lack thereof, the lack of communication. And when I finally just picked up a phone and called him to talk about it, which I never would have done in my twenties. And like women don't do that enough. Oh, wow. What do you know? He has no desire to be a father or really get married. And so that would have been helpful information before I let you put your penis inside of my body. Like Mm -hmm. that would have been nice to know. And that kind of felt like deceitful in its own way. It doesn't have to be that you're going to be sleeping with somebody else the next day. It could just be that you don't have the respect for me or for this situation to talk about where you want things to go. Right. Right. And he was very clear that those were your goals and those were things that you, you wanted. That's where the deceit comes in. That's where it's deceitful. It's like, Hey, you, we talked about, you know, that these are things that I want and I'm looking for a life partner who wants the same things. Right. 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 The big thing is like babies, which I'm getting up there. I don't have that much time left. Yeah. I want to produce my own. (laughs) (laughs) My first date with Zabe, we had the conversation of, Hey, I don't want kids. Like we can, we can do whatever, but I want to be very clear and upfront with you that I don't want kids. Right. And he was very clear. I don't want him either. I was like, okay. <laughs> so if, I guess I, that was part of a list. I didn't have like a list list, but when that moment happened, it was like, oh, okay, well we're aligned here. So now let's keep talking and seeing what happens. Right, yeah. right, right. And did you believe him that he didn't want kids? Oh yeah, I believed him. Okay. Yeah. Cause you never know, people can change their mind. Yeah. And also he's younger than me. Right. So I I did have this feeling of like, well, that could still change. You know, you're, you're younger and things change. So, but it was pretty, he was, he's, he's knows what he wants and he's always kind of known. So when he said that, okay, well, we're in the same place then. So yeah, I mean, this was still very, very early when we were dating. So it wasn't like, okay, great. We're going to get married and not have kids. (laughs) It was just like, okay, cool. That's something mutual. Cool. Right. Right. That's what these guys, these guys don't talk about anything mutual. Like they don't, it's like, so, so that's what I said in therapy. I was like, it's not enough to know that you're not sleeping with anybody else. It's like, I need to feel safe and secure and know that this has something like leading to some kind of future, or we're going to figure it out, which is like why the last guy that I dated, I'll call him the <laughs> These huh, names. I, I can him? only imagine what you're going to call um, him. Let's call him the small handed Israeli. He had very <laughs> small hands. They were about half the size of mine. Oh, That's no. his story that he, I asked him, this is, I mean, I, I could have, I, I could see that his hands were small. Okay. I could see it. I could see it. But then I asked him on like, maybe our second date, I was like, Oh, did you play any musical instruments growing up? And he was like, well, I tried to play the piano, but 
you know, my, my fingers are really short. So it hurt. <laughs> I couldn't stretch my fingers out. I'm like, that's not what you want to say to me. Oh man. Um, you know, it's so weird women. We have all these things that we worry about, like boo, all of our, our appearance stuff. We worry about like boobs and having a nice booty and a small waist and all this stuff. And for men, it's primary, like, am I losing my hair? Oh, he's bald. Yeah. I like a bald guy though. Yeah. I mean, for me, who can, I don't, but I understand that those are things men, the same way men maybe don't understand some of the things we are hung up on. I mm-hmm. understand that. But I have never once thought about a man having insecurity about his hand size. Well, he had very small hands, which you know what that means. I mean, I basically decided, although it's not nice apparently because I haven't seen it, but I decided that he must be not packing at all. It has to be a teeny tiny situation. So he was pressuring me to sleep with him. And we, so we went on four dates. The fourth date was like super magical. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. I feel like I could like really like this guy and we're like making out, but then he wanted me to go home with him. And I was like, no. And he called me prude. It's like, yeah. uh, I'm clearly not a virgin. I'm 37 years old. If I was a virgin, we'd have some problems. Okay. But it's like, I don't feel safe and secure with you. And you're pressuring me to have sex with you. Who decided? And calling me names. Yes. And calling me names, which yes. is just negging. He's just negging. negging, it's negging. negging. Who decided that four dates was I have to go home with you. We hadn't even known each other a month. Why well, that's no decision. That's just him throwing it out there and hoping, <laughs> hoping that there'll be a return, you know? No. He, he, he misses 100% of the shots he doesn't take, right? Isn't that the expression? True. So True. he's just trying, True. but that's for you to say, no thanks. No, and so we have not gone out again. <laughs> I guess he didn't like me that much, oh. but you know, I did like the makeout, the hot and heavy makeouts. That was great. I know you love a good makeout. Oh yeah. Down and you create, you crave makeouts. I think more than any, not like more than anybody yeah. I know, but the way you talk about, it, I just want to make out. Yeah. yeah. I want to make out 90210, uh, Brenda Dillon style on a couch. Oh, wow. Wow. And that's what I did with Long Island teacher. And then he pressured me to have sex. That was very barely, barely satisfying. Um, I think think also like there is something that feels like gross about pressure. Like women need to stick up for ourselves. Like I, I kind of feel like the teacher, I really, um, should have like held my ground more. Like I don't regret it, but like, I definitely feel like I was super pressured. And that's Mm -hmm. why with, um, small hands, I was like, no, 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 but see it happened. You had the experience, you took what you needed from it and you applied it to the next one, which is all you can do. do. That's all you can do. You know? Yeah. Who am I going to make out with next? It wasn't the date that I went on on Sunday night. Okay. Let me understand (laughs) You, let me be sure I understand what happened because I okay. was following along on your Insta stories. We have not actually talked about this date. I know we're BFFs, I'm best friends just, forever, but we haven't talked about this date yet. Yeah. Okay. So you, let me go through it and then you okay. correct me if I'm wrong. You I went like out with him a while ago. I don't know how yes. long ago, but there was some time ago that you went I don't out even remember myself. And it was boring. It was a terrible date. He wasn't into you. You weren't into him. You both were just like, nah, dude, like not, no. Yeah. Then. Okay. Oh, then you recently yeah. matched again on, mm-hmm. on a site and decided, okay, let's try it again. And this date was just as bad and boring. 
Yeah, but let me just make something clear. What yeah. what what single women in their 30s do to themselves is that even though he was boring and clearly not interested in me either time, I would have gone out with him on a second date. I was like, he's a nice guy with a good job. He like comes from a good family, like he's good on paper. Let me go out with him again. And he's not cute and he's a fucking dork and he has that weird um, hair situation where it's like, you kind of got to figure out whether you're going to invest in medication or, or hair transplants or whatever it is, or if you need to just shave it off, it's like receding too much for you to pretend like you're still getting regular haircuts. <laughs> it's very specific. It's so specific. I know. I don't think I've ever had that thought about a man's hair ever in my life. If I've been like, okay, you either need to go get some medicine or stop pretending. Propecia. (laughs) Propecia, but it makes your dick not work. It's true. I've experienced it firsthand. Not from, I don't have a dick from somebody else's. Yeah. His dick did not work half the time because it is, um, okay. So how about daily Propecia? Tell me how the date, this last date ended. So you, you, in your mind, you're like, okay, a lot of boxes are sort of checked here. So I would give it a second time just uh-huh. to be sure that just to see, maybe there is a little bit of chemistry. Maybe there isn't just Correct. give it like the old college try. Exactly. Right? Exactly. But he, exactly. But he was very clearly like, like, how did it end? Did it end with him saying like, okay, we tried this the second date and no thanks. Or how did it end? So here's how it ended. Uh, he, the, the waiter asked us if we wanted a second round, he said, no, I'm good. And obviously then I'm not ordering a second round. Like, you know, clearly we're not staying for a second drink. He did order some Arippas. <laughs> I was like, great. It's gluten-free. I'll have a bite, but yeah. you know what? I'm on Weight Watchers. I'm trying to get these pandemic pounds off. Wait. And I really didn't need to use some Weight Watchers points on an Arepa that I didn't need to eat. Yeah. Anyway, be that as it may. We then he paid and I definitely was like, this bitch is going to pay for this. Like not even a question. (laughs) I was so grateful that I took the subway there. Like what pisses me off about like a date like that is if I shell out the money, like it really bothers me if I like, you mean if you shell out the money for the date or you shell out the money for the transportation? Oh, I don't shell out money for a date. Let's make that's why I was like, just now when you were saying, of course he paid, I'm like, I know you, of course he paid. Of course he paid. I say, thank you very much, sir. Um, (laughs) I do not offer until like we're, in it and we're starting to date and then I will start splitting and treating and stuff like that. But you got to court me. Um, no, no, no. I, I didn't shell out money to like hop in a cab because like, you know, the subway takes a long time. I live far uptown. Um, so I was really happy that I didn't shell out money for a cab. And then we got up and we, he's like, shall we, you know, after we, after he paid and then we're walking And we walk like a block and I go, okay, I'm going to take the subway. It's, you know, a couple blocks more. And he's like, okay. And like, we're walking and he can't even walk me the extra two blocks to the subway. He's like, okay, I'm going to cross the street. I'm going to grab a cab and go home. Nice to see you. And and he hugs me and that's it. Walk me to the subway. Yeah. Oh, figure out your hair situation. (laughs) No offense. I like bald men. You just have to make a decision. Yeah. You have to make a decision with what's going on. This is, this is very Demet of you. Yes. I remember when we were in Ireland together <laughs> and there was a gentleman at the bar and you know, if you've ever been to Ireland, first of all, it's lovely. It's wonderful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's very it. much like a pub culture. So everywhere you go, every bar you go into, 
everyone talks to everybody. You can go in by yourself and be, leave with tons of friends. Like it's just very totally. socially, you know, pub culture. So totally. we were at that bar. I don't remember which bar it was, but there was a older gentleman at the bar yeah. and he was talking to us a lot. And I found him very entertaining. His stories. Yeah. It was a lot though. But when we left, you said very clearly, Johnny was his name. Yes. We can oh, use his I will name. not forget. Yeah, because he's an island. And you said to me, you, you don't, what did you say? You don't gotta be, you don't oh, gotta, yeah, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, gotta yeah. be married. You don't gotta be some, but you, you gotta be partnered up. Yes. You gotta partner up. You don't have to get married. You don't have to get, have children, but you can't be alone. You gotta partner up. Otherwise you're all by yourself. Johnny, no finger talking to the, talking to the tourists at the bar. Cause Johnny was missing half of a finger. Let's not forget that part. Yes. Yes. Johnny, no finger. Yeah. Johnny, no finger. Yeah. <laughs> but you were very clear as we walked home. I have the video of it. Oh, saying, yeah, yeah. Okay. Listen, that it's not okay to be the old guy at the bar single. Like you got to have a partner, even if you're not married. So yeah, Denise, you, you have you just, very clear, like this is, this is it. Like you just said, you you have to make a decision. You can't live in limbo. You have to decide, are you shaving your head or are you getting medicine? Yeah. Get medicine, shave your head, figure it out. Get a hair transplant. People do that. It works. Do something. Um, No, the partnering up thing. I mean, first of all, like in all seriousness, I don't believe human beings are meant to be alone. Like our society has changed and our, you know, marriage used to be for women to get out of their parents' house and like used to be for like bringing families together and money and all of that stuff. Now it's for love, you know, so it's much harder. And also, but then the other side of it is that also marriage has changed and like our generations are different and like we can live in a city by ourselves and like be totally fine and have a great social life and tons of friends. So it, it all changes. But like Johnny Nofinger was a clear example of someone who is unfortunately very lonely Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. needs, you know, some more stuff going on in his life. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. I just remembered though, the best thing that happened on the date. I can't believe if we weren't talking about this guy to figure out his hair, I wouldn't have remembered this. There was a homeless guy. I'm going to use the PC correct term homeless. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Is that what are they, I'm like, what are the other terms? Don't say them. But if there are, text them to me. I don't know. Homeless is what I'm. Okay, go ahead. I mean, I would say something else. That's not, it's a New York word. Other people don't like it. Anyway, he's walking around asking for money. It was hilarious. He goes, can I have a hundred dollars? I'm like, that's a big ask a hundred bucks. <laughs> he's like, I want to get laid and get some pizza. I'm like, you know what? I respect that. Yeah. Are there hookers on the street? I don't know, but I respect your honesty. And he was hilarious. He was like, you know what? I'm not just your average bum. That's the word, you know, that. That's oh, bum. Oh, bum. yeah. So he was like, I'm not your average bum. I make you laugh. And I was like, this guy actually deserves a hundred dollars. And I didn't have a hundred dollars in cash to give him, but, um, he, I, I totally respected his truth. <laughs> and it sounds like a great night. I hope bucks. he got it. I hope he got it. it. I hope he got it. I know he didn't get it from me. Yeah. I hope somebody gave it to him. Yeah. Yeah. I like love that guy. He gave me some entertainment that I wasn't getting from my date. That's the worst. I I mean, I know I've been partnered up for a while now, but I do remember being single and dating and you just sit there with people and you're like, 
the worst is when it's a bad date or a boring date and they want the second round. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you're like, Oh no, thank you. Uh, or you get, you know, you make, make bigger plans than you mean to make. Like maybe it's the second date and you're like, okay, we can do more than get a drink. Let's get dinner. And then you're, then you, everything's telling you, no, 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 it's not right. And you're sitting there with a mm-hmm. plate of spaghetti in front of you. And you're like, damn it. I like that. It's a plate of spaghetti. <laughs> I, I would never have. What, but do you have like a, everybody has like a go-to date food. Like what they eat. Do you have a go-to, like what you order if you're out? No, I don't have go-to, but I try to be sly about my lactate pills in my <laughs> I, I, when I took out my lactate pills with, with small hands, he already knew I was gluten-free. And then I, uh, and then I took out my lactate pills and he was like, what? And I was like, you know, how Jewy do I have to be right away? Can I, can I show it to you slowly? Like, why do I have to give you <laughs> gluten-free? I take lactate. There's going to be more that comes up. Just let me roll it out slowly to yeah. you. <laughs> Why do you have to know everything right away? That's what I said to him. Why do you have to know everything right away? Yeah. Please. Yeah. Jesus Christo. Jesus Christ. It's like, I think slow it down. On dates, I always would eat like chicken fingers or like finger food, like easy to eat, mm. you know, like French fries, things that were just like easy to eat that weren't going to, not like a corn of cob. Oh my God, no. I'd have so much corn in my teeth. I don't even want to eat corn and cob at a family thing. <laughs> oh my God, corn on the cob. That's crazy. No, that's like the most extreme thing I could think of, right? Like I would love for, for to be on a date and some guy to be like, let's just do it. Corn on the cob. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I have kernels in my teeth. Thank God I always bring dental floss because my braces traumatized me. Oh. <laughs> I did tell this guy about my snaggle tooth. He didn't find it funny. I said I had braces for five years, but then they shifted on the bottom. And my joke to my niece is like, how perfect can I be? I need my snaggle tooth. I need some character. And he didn't, he just didn't find me funny. And so that's not going to work because I'm hilarious. Very funny, Denise. Let's call it what it is. I know. I know, Denise. You mean like, um, you need a guy who is either totally okay, like just leaning back and letting you yeah. sort of be like the star of the show or you're equal, like, and loves yes. to show you off in that way. And then you yes. get to show him off in that way. That, right. Like there's so, no in the yes. middle. You can't have like a middle ground guy. You either need like a quiet guy who's like, loves that you are, you know, as mm-hmm. boisterous as you are and opinionated and all the things that yeah, you yeah, are yeah. or your match you know? Right. Right. An equal or someone who like, will let me shine, but not be insecure about it. So now I have to think of another name for, for, for someone who was, you, you're going to know who I'm talking about. He was super insecure and sent me like the spiraling text out of control when he realized I was going to break up with him. What do we call him? Um, I don't know. I have nothing. I don't know. You're way better at the names. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's just, you know, insecure dude, I guess. Well, I mean, I dated him for a few months, but I'll tell you that when I was just in LA, I showed the text to my friend of a friend who had, you know, I, I, she was just getting to know me and I showed her the text and she's like, this person is not well. I was like, I need you to know that two years later, my sister still thinks that I should be dating him. I was like, imagine sitting at work when you've told him to stop texting you and you want to talk about it a different time. And for two hours, these rambling 
spiraling into an anxiety pool of distress are coming in and he cannot control himself. Yeah, no, that's not good. He was too insecure. Like he, he, he was, everything was like, oh, you're leaving me out. You're not letting me come to a show. It's like, let me come. Let me do my show. I'm nervous. And let me invite you when I'm ready. Like, why do you have to be such like a little bitch about it? Yeah. Can we be honest? Like he would make me feel bad. And I sound like I have no empathy. And I really do. Like, I really do feel bad. Like I I'm, I'm like a true cancer Zodiac sign. Like I I'm, I have a shell on the outside, but I'm really soft on the inside. And like, it would, it would weigh on me And it's like, I need someone who has strength, who I don't have to like take care of. Like somehow in relationships, I always become a caretaker and I can't do it anymore. Like I need an equal partner. Right. Yes. This is very common. A lot of women find themselves in these roles of like caretaker, like, you know, almost like a mommy, like you're raising Mm -hmm. them, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, I just don't understand how men can get away with being like such little bitches about stuff. <laughs> I think it's okay. Like the best thing he ever did, not in the moment, but the best example that I can give is when he would get hot in my apartment, like in the middle of the night when we were sleeping and he would wake me up. And like, and one time, by the way, he, I woke up to his, him staring at me. And then he took it back and said he wasn't a creeper. I don't know if I've even told you that. And he was like, now you think I'm weird. I was like, well, it is kind of weird for me to wake up and have you staring at me. Like, it's not an enjoyable experience. That would freak me out. Fucking weird. He's like, now you think I'm a weirdo. I was like, well, if the shoe fits, you know, if the shoe fits. But um, But you were saying he would, he would get hot. He'd get hot and then be like, I'm hot. And I would be like, go turn the air conditioner on, go turn the fan on. He'd be like, I can't see. No, no, no. No, 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 no. If you don't can't press a fucking button in the middle of the night, you are not my partner. Right. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, that's like, the bar that's is real low. The bar like is so low. low. Yeah. <laughs> like I actually give a lot of people chances. Like, yeah. It's really. I mean, I dated him for way too long for that situation. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's definitely like a. Uh... He had a huge penis. That's really what it comes down to. I think that's why it's stayed. But here's the thing. My, I don't necessarily agree that huge is always good. No, his was like the perfect. Oh, okay. Which he should have had BDE, big dick energy. Instead, he was like the most insecure person ever. It doesn't, I, I said to him, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you should feel super secure. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> make any sense. I mean, his face was like, wow, whatever. You know, maybe that was his issue. Didn't love the face. Didn't love the face. Didn't love the face. I yeah, gotta love like, a face. That's not like a, I don't know. I don't, I, I think if everyone has, if the person has most of the things you want and is willing to do the, my big thing, like I said at the, the top is if you're willing to do the work with somebody because relationships are work. There's right. no relationship that you just stumble into that is just the relationship and it's all there. It's no, that does not exist. It's who are you, who can you do the work with? Totally. But like, you have to get through that first phase of being together to know that you want to do the work with this person. You know, I date all different types of looking guys. Yes. But So like, they just, I just have to like their face according to myself. Right. But the worst thing is, and he, and, and insecure guy is not the first one. 
But when I'm with someone and I walk down the street and I'm like, they are like, there are people staring at us that do not know how he got me. And that's not actually a good thing to think. Yeah, you shouldn't think that walking down the street. I felt that all the time. I was like, mm, I don't like this face. I don't like the face. I don't like the face. <laughs> okay, well, that, that relationship ended. So probably better that you ended it, even if you went a little crazy in the process. Yes, yes. Spiraling text messages out of control. Yeah. Um, that was interesting. Yeah. And so like the dating apps, I think are just like what I have to do. I'm, I'm trying to like manifest other, th- Ooh, I went to house of intuition in LA for any of the listeners go to house of intuition. I o- already finished my love candle. I moved on to the money candle of mm-hmm. all this intention and manifesting. I like all this you know, shit. Um, so maybe love is coming into my life. I also got this love dusting powder that you just dust on you when you leave the house. Love as I walk out of the house. That's wonderful. I love all that stuff just because it just puts the, the intention there. It doesn't matter if it's actually, yeah, right. It's just putting the intention there. Like I've been doing a lot of work around money stuff and just telling myself every day, like, there's so much money in this world. Like, yeah, there's so much money. There is money for me everywhere in yes. this world. Like there's never, it's there, it's in abundance. Like just shifting that mindset to like, this is the, instead of like, oh, I don't have, or I need, or I want, or I da 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 da. It's like, let that stuff go and just focus on what there's so much out there. I just have to find what's mine and take it. Totally. The other way that I think about saying the money stuff is like, people want to spend money and I am here to receive it. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That's so good. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my big 2021 mantra, and we're already in the middle. I hope it happens. I was like, 2021 smells like money in a real relationship. I didn't come up with that. I'm not going to steal anything on this podcast. I'm going to (laughs) tell the truth. Um, so, so that's my, my, my girl, Eurisha on, on Instagram. If anybody wants to follow her too, I'll, I'll send you her handle, but she posted that. And I told her, I am taking this. This is my mantra. 2021 smells like money in a real relationship. The money has come a little bit because I I started a new job with a, with a significant salary increase. So now I just got to get love with my love dust. I'm all about it. The vision boards. I have a vision board in the bedroom that I, I change every year. And my favorite thing is at the end of the year, when I'm like cleaning it off to set new intentions is realizing how many of the things happened. Okay. Yeah. And I really think it's just because it's the first thing I see when I wake up in the morning and I read it and it's just there. So it's always sort of in the background. Yeah. Mm. I do have some vision boards, but then like, I, I've like done like the cutout of magazines and then I hide them because then I'm embarrassed when friends come over, but I <laughs> show it to everybody. Mine is just a whiteboard in the bedroom. It's not even pictures or anything. It's just written down. Like, this is what I want for my home. This is what I want for my relationship. This is what I want for my income. This oh, is what I want. interesting. So mm-hmm. I have one of those, um, like stencil boards when you walk in, you haven't seen my new apartment. I haven't, you know, because of COVID, I haven't been able to go anywhere. And I was like extra reclusive. I was like, Oh, I was afraid we were not going to get back to normal, but we did. No, no, no. I just, that whole time was like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not seeing anybody. Zay was pretty much the same way. We kind of agreed. Like our pod is the two of us. Like, yeah, 
we were stoked. I don't know if I could survive, you know, a year with just my significant other. Yeah. I'm really curious the people that you have on your podcast who are like in, in live-in relationships or in marriages, how like our relationship, everything, there was a big swing, like a big change when we were both home together all the time, because I always work from home. Right. And he's always had an office to go into. And our apartment is small. There's not a lot of room. So it was a big swing, like at the start of the pandemic of us both being here and like figuring out what that like rhythm was during the day. Like, because we both are on meetings We're both Mm -hmm. like, I'll be on a meeting and one of like cooking lunch. There's no space. There's no separation. So it was, it was tough, but we worked through it, but definitely I would be curious to see how many people have are like, no, it was great. It was awesome. Like nothing or how many people are like, no, that was tough. I, I have a question. What was the most annoying thing that he did <laughs> in the height of COVID and being stuck inside together? Well, it's not really that annoying. It's just that we we have a small space and he loves to play like video games and stuff, right? So right. in between meetings or just playing, it's just, I've never seen so much video games. You know what I mean? Normally that's like a he'll come home from work and I might be in the bedroom and reading or doing something else. And he'll be in the living room playing video games. But now if it's in between meetings or he's not, doesn't have a big project, he'll be playing video games. And I'm trying to have a meeting with my HR group or my team or, you Mm -hmm. know, I mean, he does good. He puts headphones on, so I don't have to hear it, but still that's, that's pretty annoying. I feel like you're being really diplomatic and you're not getting down and dirty with Denise to tell me what really annoyed you. I don't think he, he doesn't really, he's not like, he's, he's. Pretty, love him. I love him. Let's be yeah. clear. Yeah. He's not really, um, he doesn't, there's nothing real. I mean, other than like typical, you know, we're in a small space and things have to, in my mind, things have to stay tidy and organized. Oh, you're very tidy. I'm very organized. Mm-hmm. Minimalist. I'm, like an extreme oh yeah he's he's sort of more at the other he's not all the way at the other end but he's a lot more relaxed about stuff so that would that maybe was a little bit annoying to kind of get used to like oh he's existing in this space too so he needs to have his things around and his things out that was a little bit not right 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 well you don't want to turn into like a mother figure and nag him that's the thing oh no we don't there's no yeah no yeah yeah okay so here is the question I'm going to end every podcast with. Mm-hmm. If you could get down and dirty with anyone with no consequences, mm-hmm. okay, no consequences, forget about the fact that you're married, mm-hmm. who would it be and why? Oh my gosh. I haven't thought about this in so long. I know. Think about celebrities. Think about anybody. I can't even think of a single person right now. Yeah. Are you so in love with your husband that you can't even think? No, no, it's not even about being, no, no, no. Because we don't, it's not nothing like that. I just literally can't think of a single person that I'm like, wow. Also because I'm not like, I'm not like a, um, I'm not cool. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not cool. Like, I don't know famous people. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give you a category then. Okay. Okay. Uh, Real housewives, husbands. None of the husbands? No. Not even Evan in New Jersey? 
who may have done stuff in a gym per I know. For Teresa. I mean, if I had right? to pick my husband, maybe Evan. Evan's a hottie. Yeah. And Jackie doesn't give him blowjobs, so he needs some. Yeah. <laughs> Jewish girl's a bad name. This is so tough because I'm on the spot that I can't think. But I know. I know there are people that come on TV that I'm like, yum, but I don't necessarily know their names. All right. Yeah. All right. This is okay. It's the first episode, you know, (laughs) I put you on the spot. All right. Is there, before we go, is there anything that you want to promote? You want the listeners to do for you, follow you, anything, you know, say it now or forever hold your peace. Is that, is that how it goes? Yeah, that's how it goes. You were the witness in my wedding. What do you mean? Is that how it goes? (laughs) I I have no objection. Let's get married. (laughs) I know them both. It's fine. Um, well, you can follow me on Instagram, Joe Tiger zero one. Um, you can follow my business three boudoir. Uh, Best photographers ever. Thank you. T H R E E B O U D O I R three boudoir. That's my business. Um, yeah, that's it. I don't have, uh, I'm still coming out of my COVID bubble. I don't have anything to promote or shows or anything happening right now. Okay. Well, I love you. You're I love you. Bestie. You're my bestie. Yeah. Thanks for being my first guest on this podcast. And, you know, listeners, you know, keep those ears open because I'm coming for all of you. Thanks. <laughs>